Hello, and welcome back to the GMS Markets podcast. I'm John Chaplin, and for anyone new to this podcast, this is where we take half a step back from the day-to-day trading and chat for a few minutes about what's happening, why it's happening, and what we can expect in the weeks to come. Today, I'm joined by my colleague, Guangbei Gil, who runs our office in Korea. Guangbei, I think this is your first time on the podcast, so a very warm welcome, and thanks for joining us. Yeah, hi, John. Thank you. Okay, let's start with an overview. Now, even though we're reporting relatively firm prices in our newsletter, the last few weeks have been very painful for cash buyers and recyclers alike, with prices dropping around $100 a tonne in all markets. It seems that everyone in the value chain, owners, cash buyers and recyclers, are acting with extra caution these days. So, Guangbei, what kind of feedback are you getting from the market? Yeah, the last few weeks have been indeed painful. And the funny thing is, I mean, there are usually lots of questions from ship owners and the brokers when market collapsed. But now, I haven't heard many things from them, especially ship owners. And I think it's because they are just happy with their trading vessels and not many owners are considering uh, recycling options under you know current freight market. So this sudden drop of recycling value doesn't really bring attention of many owners or doesn't really make them worried too much. But on the other hand, this recycler has been extremely cautious, same as cash buyer, and tried to play it safe for sure. In good or stable markets, recyclers uh, prefer to buy bigger vessels since their you know, cost per ton is lower. Like if they are vessels of 2,000 lightweight and 20,000 lightweight, 20,000 lightweight vessels should get more than 2,000 lightweight vessels, at least 10 to $20 per ton in good or stable markets. But these days, we have seen the situation that small vessels is getting good premium over big tonnage which clearly show how concerned the recyclers are about you know, the current situation. Yeah, that's a really interesting point. And as you say, a clear demonstration of how recyclers are managing their risk. Looking at the supply side, as you said earlier, pretty much all sectors, dry bulk, tankers, containers, continue to produce positive returns, meaning that owners, of course, are reluctant to commit older ships for recycling and just prefer to extend their trading lives. Is that your experience as well? Yeah, I think freight market is the single most important factor for owners to decide people, you know, uh, recycling options. I don't think many owners are making the decision recycling because of recycling market is good enough. They usually make the decision for recycling when their vessel is not making enough money. So based on my experience, uh, I can say that owners prefer to extend vessels trading lives mainly based on earnings, but somewhat surprisingly, they are less sensitive about recycling value itself when they decide you know, going for recycling. Yeah, that's another really interesting point. There's a kind of perception that high scrap prices are somehow an incentive for owners to recycle, but in fact, the decision is based far more on what the vessel can earn in the freight market. You mentioned that owners are choosing to extend the trading life of their vessels which will often involve taking a ship through dry docking or a special survey. Shipping people are generally optimistic, but presumably the figures do stack up if you believe the freight market will stay strong into 2023. Yeah, I mean, 
we need to look at this expensive dry dockings together with you know potential earnings. So for example, we haven't seen you know PCTC or container for recycling this year. There should be the vessels, right, which are old and needs to pass expensive dry dock or special survey, but still we haven't seen candidates at all. So good earnings give good options to the sellers to pass dry dock, even if it is expensive. And it will simply increase their trading life as long as they can. So on one side of the equation, the supply of old ships has more or less completely dried up. Now, what about the other side of the equation, the appetite for steel from Bangladesh, India and Pakistan? A report uh, by Gary Dixon in the press today says that Bangladesh is closed for business, the result of steel mills buying cheap imported steel in preference to steel from ship recycling. And Russia is named as being among those countries to blame for dumping cheap products. What effect is a closed Bangladesh going to have on the market going forward? And how long will it last? Yeah, that's, I mean, that's a difficult situation of the recycler in Bangladesh because of this steel prices has been decreased a lot and they need to block this uh, trend. So they have no other options, just, you know, they, they not allow the recyclers to sell so that they can keep the price afloat. Is that a sustainable position to take? It is artificial, but we don't know how long it will last, but, you know, they are just trying what they are supposed to do. Indeed. Now, we have to mention currency depreciation. The local currencies in all recycling nations have taken a hit over the last month or so. Is the prospect of further falls against the US dollar only adding to the reluctance of recyclers to start buying ships again? Yeah, um, it is more difficult to predict this uh, exchange rate than to expect you know, stock prices. So basically, nobody knows what will happen. But oral currencies of India, Bangladesh, Pakistan, I mean, have been depreciated a lot and it's at historical level. So I just hope it will stabilize soon or turn around. But the main issue is anything can happen with this, you know, strengthening USD dollar, which seems not go away for the time being. So better to be careful. And we can expect demand from recycler will return once there is some level of confidence in the market. And this confidence requires some level of stability of currency and steel price. Sure. And not wishing to add to the bad news, but there have been some quite alarming reports about flooding in Bangladesh recently. Has that been a factor in sort of further dampening demand? This monsoon and bad weather, I mean, this elements are certainly not a good factor since it's slowing down the steel demand, but it's not like a major element because when market is good, this doesn't really affect the price or buying sentiments of recyclers at all. But when market is bad, everything can have a bad effect. And this minor problem can be a big problem, right? Then I think that's where we are at the moment. Understood. Now, before you go, let's have a quick word about Pakistan. As you might know, at Christmas here, we sing a hymn which talks about a bleak midwinter. Now, yesterday, our newsletter predicted a bleak midsummer ahead for Ghadani recyclers. And we've talked quite a bit on this podcast about what's happening in Pakistan and why. Do you agree, Guangbei, that Pakistan is basically a no-go area for the time being, at least until the economic situation improves and recyclers start to live up to their commitments? Yeah, it was very surprising 
I mean, I don't like to say, you know, this market is good or that market is bad since each player, even in the same market has different level of business ethics and, you know, level of commitment. But this time, basically all of the Pakistan buyers drop their commitment for various reasons. And this is never heard of before. So it will take some time for market players to have some level of confidence to work with Pakistan buyers again. So for now, I think, yeah, it's better to avoid this market until recycling market is stabilized. So with Bangladesh closed for business and Pakistan having removed itself from the market for at least the time being, India and Turkey are pretty much the only options for the larger vessels. Now let's give the last word to Turkey, which appears to be tumbling into a dark abyss. Prices are being dragged down with all types of units now fetching firmly below the $300 a ton mark. What do you make of this extraordinary price correction? Yeah, of course. I mean, this drop was so sudden and so fast, losing value of 40% in whatever assets in a few weeks' time is crazy. Mm. We are talking about ship recycling market, not cryptocurrency, right? <laughs> and this, this somehow can be a good example of how much recycling market can be volatile. So, you know, the sellers, the ship owners, and the cash buyers and recyclers, all of market players need to be cautious when the price is at the record high. And it shows the good example. Yeah, well, maybe we should all be building in crypto-style volatility into our forecast from now on. Gungbei, thanks so much for joining us from Korea. We really appreciate your input. Thank you, John. Thank you. And thank you for listening. We'll be keeping a close eye on the market over the summer. So wherever you are, on the beach even, please do download our latest episode for the latest news and views.